Welcome to the Ekia Mouser Podcast. I'm Kim Fox, the executive producer. On this episode, the holy month of Ramadan means many things to many Muslims. How you and your family celebrate is probably dependent upon where you live and how much money you have. Ekia Mouser's Sarah Hassan looks into Ramadan across social classes in Cairo. We speak English very nice. Alhamdulillah. Ramadan gana wa'arifna lulhalan Ramadan. Aismat is getting a bit excited for our interview. Ramadan is very nice. That's Aismat. That's Aismat Shawi. He's greeting me with a Ramadan greeting and... Anything else? Ramadan Kareem. Happy Ramadan to you too. I think by now you know a little bit about Asmat's personality. He has a great sense of humor, and most of the time you'll find him cracking a joke. I'm traveled to uh, Saudi Arabia. To his family. MashaAllah, very rich. The table is very big and full of food. MashaAllah. I go there full of my body, and, and my health is very nice. After I am back, <laughs> very poorer. <laughs> <laughs> Aismat married at the age of 21. He's now 56 and has three kids and four grandchildren. He lives in a building that he built on Al Haram Street, an ancient street near the Great Pyramid of Giza. So let's see how the Ramadan celebrations happen in his area. All my children is asleep all the day. And the night, maybe study or, uh, or play, play football in the street. No, uh, any club. The, the rich, rich people is go to the, the, the club. Play football in the street is very increased in the Ramadan. Why? The decoration is full of in the street. All my places in the pyramid. Uh, is, uh, is round on the street. The Masaharati is Ramadan's traditional dawn awakener who strikes his drum to wake up Muslims so they can eat their last meal before they fast. All the children is very happy like this. But even though Ismat studied accounting, he doesn't have a steady job. He works day by day, whatever he can find. This is the budget is make very problem from any husband to any wives before two months from Ramadan is, is come. What I make, what I make, and the madam is told me, I want 1,000 uh, pounds, and I'm saying where, where everything is very difficult, and all the problem is make problem inside all the houses. The Egyptian is tired, and my family is tired. Asmat and his family highly represent most Egyptians from his social class. But what's perplexing about their stance is that they spend most of their budget on food. Eating Ramadan is different food. And half this is the food is put it in the garbage. All this is the people like this. Make, 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 and don't eat like this. No, eat and, and drink water and half of food put it in the, in the garbage. But why you don't save the leftovers? This is a habit from all years. Just in case he didn't understand, Asma just blamed Ramadan for not saving the leftovers. But that's not the case for all Egyptians. Here's Yasir al-Hadari. If there are leftovers, they're for dinner. I come from a house where nothing gets thrown. Nothing. And if something gets bad in the fridge, 
It's like it's a disaster. How dare we? Food got ruined in the fridge. How? Yesid is 30 years old, and he works as a dentist and as a university instructor. He actually has a different opinion about his Ramadan budget. It's like any other month. Actually, Ramadan's more economical. I eat less. Like iftar is at home, suhoor is at home, and then the rest of the day you're like you, you have your mouth shut. So basically, you spend a lot less money than you would in uh, than you would in other months. Interestingly, Yasser spends his time after iftar quite differently than others. Yes, uh, I take tango classes. It's one of my hobbies. So the place where I uh, learn tango uh, has uh, something every night. Well, okay. And uh, tango has two kinds of dance events. One is called milonga, one is called practica. practica Yeser goes on and on, passionately explaining his love for tango. He also mentioned that him and his friends from tango classes usually have an iftar in Ramadan. If it's in a place which has a dance floor, there's nothing really going to stop us uh, practicing our hobby after we eat. This idea of dancing after an often big meal like iftar and Ramadan is a good one, especially because I personally know a lot of people that would usually just chill after iftar, either through watching soap operas or worshipping God or just hanging out with friends and family at a cafe or something. I'm not one of those people who say, okay, now that Ramadan has come, you should spend your whole time cooped up at home and worshipping and be as depressed as you can. Of course, I know of some upper class people who don't really care about Ramadan. Like you know, uh, for them it's a time to like uh, detach from society, go to go to the north coast, uh, party, uh, drink, uh, go crazy. Some people think that way, and they exist, and there are a lot. And senior figures in their family sincerely believe that uh, the rest of the country should be practicing austerity and not being so wasteful and so on, whereas they live in luxury. There's something you need to know as a listener. Yasser lives in Zamalek. He's never been to, and I quote, a shabby place, which is a low-class area. This is what he had to say when I asked him about the celebrations of his area. You find the new uh, sidewalk cafes always have Ramadan-themed decorations and menus. This may be an example of how different classes celebrate Ramadan. Most of the cafes which cater for, uh, like, upper middle class or upper class people who like to stay in trendy cafes you find them serving karkade uh, hibiscus and tamri hindi tamarind suhoor suhoor is a meal eaten by muslims before they begin to fast usually about 2 a.m. before the first prayer of the day now back to yasser's story about the cafes in zamalek what a lot of them have in common is not serving anything during the day because that's taboo Celebrations in Ramadan can differ from one social class to another. Aismat says that there are places in Egypt where your eyes would catch colorful handmade decorations literally everywhere. Like for example, Asayyid Zainab, an urban and densely populated area in Cairo. I consider my family upper middle class, but my mom gets super excited when she goes to these shabby areas as Egyptians call it. Hi! My name is Nivia Lisa Cruz. Yeah, you guessed it. That's my mom. I spare my time going through everywhere in the Ramadan through the poor areas because I love to see the decorations. The rich areas, you don't see nothing. Or you might see it's a fanus very big. And it's not like the fanuses that they make in the poor areas. They make it by hand. Everything, they do it by hands. Whether the decorations, the flags that says Ramadan, 
they take out their time just to do all that. They put up swings for the poor kids and they come out dressed up in the evening. It looks so nice. I think that's one of the best ones that enjoy their life more. My family and I moved from New York City to Cairo in 2002. So we've celebrated 16 special Ramadans here in Egypt. I remember my first Ramadan here like if it were yesterday. My neighbors were decorating their balconies and putting up the Ramadan lanterns. It gave me a sense of home at the time. It reminded me of Christmas in the States. One year I remember we went out and it was winter here in Cairo. It was cold, but that didn't stop my mom and I to go on and wander in the slums of Faisal Street in Giza. It was so amazing. There were streets that were like four meters wide that shined with loads of endless chains of lights, Ramadan lanterns, and triangle-shaped brightly colorful papers that connect each building with each other. We had our heads turning the whole time and tried to find the ending point of these ornaments, but we couldn't. The night sky was as bright as the day. It was mesmerizing. Now that you've met my ma, it's time to meet my brother Omar. Omar always loved Egypt even before he moved here. Ramadan for him is a very special month. Let's see how the Ramadan celebrations have changed for him throughout his 16-year stay here in Egypt. Oh, 100%. Uh, I don't know if it changed because I've grown up or because uh, of the revolution. The Egyptian revolution took place in 2011 when Egyptians took the streets demanding for bread, freedom, and social justice. And then the president at the time, Hosni Mubarak, Resigned. The announcement came from Vice President Omar Suleiman on state television. Of course, it was all over the news. After 18 days of protests, on February 11, 2011, Mubarak was no longer the president of Egypt. The crowd went wild, cheering. My brother was 16 at that time. But the revolution was like the plot twist for Ramadan. Before the revolution, everyone used to have decorations in the streets. Everyone used to have everything. There was always football tournaments, uh, PlayStation tournaments. Everyone used to play with each other in the street. Even the big people used to come and play with us when we were kids. Our fathers and play with us football in the street. It was an amazing month. It was something nice. After the revolution, خلاص, you feel the people became depressed. You feel the people became desperate. And yeah, there still is all that, of course, but on a lower scope, it's not the same at all. Everybody does Ramadan their own way. Some like it fancy, and some struggle. Ismat's family seems to go all out in their limited budget, while Yasser remains modest, though he can afford to splurge. And my brother? He reminisces about the pre-revolution Ramadan days. For me, I like to mingle with all social classes. It's something I've obviously learned from my parents. We've never classified others according to their social class, but we've recently realized that the gap between social classes has become excessively large. In Ramadan, there's a huge difference in not just the kinds of food that people eat, but also the amount of food that people have. Despite this difference and many others, the spirit of Ramadan seems to be vivid all over Cairo. For the Ahkia Moster podcast, I'm Sarah Hassan.